Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Music Horror Art Politics Bad Assery Welcome to Society 13 KOKW calling. I'm on international frequency. Come in. You know, what is this? What does this represent? Uh, because this isn't just about soda. Hello, beans. This is Dave. And Hello! Don't judge me! Don't judge me! Don't judge me! It's going to be called a God is air. God is not an egotistical creature trying to sell somebody's body for some profit. Ah! Ah! I'm here. Not in Japan. Going to Japan. When I go, it's questionable whether I'm coming back. You ever have just one of those days? We'll call it Tuesday. I have a lot to cover. Uh, actually, rerunning a um, an episode last year with. Uh, Nicole Beatty. The lovely, laid-back model and actress, Nicole Beatty, as I said, known for playing the sarcastic goth Missy in Scream Park, and the level-headed redhead in horror comedy Everyone Must Die. Any other other items I really can't discuss yet until she's ready to. She's got a lot of stuff going on, and that's why we're doing this right now. I'm going to be promoting her a bit. She has uh, another film coming out, a short film by the name of uh, She Devils. She's playing Angel. This is brand new, hot off the press as of this morning, um, and I'm really happy for her. And she, she was on uh, Kettle Whistle Radio in the earlier days, <laughs> last year. And, you know, not just her, but a lot of these folks, um, I'm, you know, i got to say thank you to, especially like Ian Lemon, who right now played, uh, of course, one of, the, one of the killers in Screen Park. Uh, he has this thing going on right now, and I, I just look it up on YouTube. It's called... Uh, Bibigo Lemon Style. That's B-I-B-I-G-O. Hard to pronounce. Lemon Style, as in his last name, Lemon. But um, he's doing this thing, trying to get as many hits as possible so he can get his own cooking show, some kind of contest. Uh, hit him up. I'll have it on my Facebook page. It's already there, actually, but I'll have it up after I post the show, too, right, right along with it. But look up Ian Lemon. That's I-A-N Lemon. Look him up. He's a good dude. And he's been pretty helpful for me, too. Now, I also, too, you know, I have to promote... Uh, Society 13's own right now. That's our network, in case you didn't know. Uh, Nelson W. Piles and his buddy Chuck Marburger. Uh, they have a song called Walk on Water. I'm going to play that in a little bit here. That's X Profit, and they just released an album, so we're going to be playing more of this stuff too. Uh, later on, you're going to hear uh, River City Conspiracy during the interview with um, with Nicole Beatty, because we did that last year and we played them. My buddy Nicholas Blonzi, uh, i got to give him a big heads up and let him know we're playing this again. <laughs> 
but yeah all right so tune in and uh hope you enjoy and um yeah see you in japan and why japan you say well if you're missing heather taddy that's exactly where she is right now chasing giant kaiju monsters you'll be hearing from her soon enough though you know what too it's important to note actually microphone. Really important to note that, why am I yelling? That um, Eric Powell from 16 Volt will be uh, with us again, actually, in the coming weeks. They have a new album coming out, and he's gracious enough to come back on. 16 Volt, excellent band, great guy. Should have him on here with Jim Simonic a little bit. Right now, let's hear a little local flavor, X-Profit.
Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. This is Dave, and I have a special guest for me today, if you want to introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. This is Nicole Beattie. The lovely Nicole Beattie. Um, she was, I just saw the premiere of Everyone Must Die over at the Hollywood in um, Dormont. And I think it was a great, I, it's the third time I saw the movie, and I own the movie. Right? <laughs> uh, how, how did you feel about that premiere? Um, it was awesome. Again, I've got a chance to hang out with the cast again, which was a bunch of great people, badass people. And we get together, and we got a chance to answer some more questions and see more people's reactions. And I think people really like it. They have a positive vibe for it. I sat in the back purposely <laughs> so I could take it all in. I always do that. And, yeah, the, the crowd was alive, and they laughed. And when I first met Steve, I was like, you know, I laughed through the whole thing. I hope that's not an insult. And then he came out and said, it's a comedy slasher. Oh, that makes him so happy when people laugh at that. He's like, yes, yes. I laughed, I mean, at, at the horror realm, I mean, when we were there, that was a great, well, that was kind of a premiere for me, too, I guess. <laughs> that was like the first time it was shown. And yeah, it was just great. And the whole crowd laughed. I mean, I, and they enjoyed it. And I had just a blast. And you guys were all great. I met everybody that day. And you had your quick five minutes of fame that I felt bad about. So you're back now. It's cool. It's cool. I understand. <laughs> Shit happens. Yes, it does. And it was real crowded there that day. At least Saturday. That was Saturday, right? The Saturday was busy and then it died yeah. on, on Sunday. Mm -hmm. But what can you do? Um, so what was your favorite part about the night? Which one? You know, the premiere. We were just at Hollywood. <sighs> Telling your stories, or because the whole cast went up there and told their favorite parts. It's always fun. Of course, it's like kind of like you're like, oh boy, what questions are these people gonna ask? Like you never know what's gonna be thrown at you. But we all get up there and we put it all out there, and people ask whatever they want to know. And I'm honestly, I'm always rooting for someone to ask some ridiculous, crazy ass questions. Like, where did you sleep? Who's the most annoying cast member? Like things like that. I'm waiting for like on the spot ones. And I'm just like, oh. and then they ask, like, the normal ones, and we all answer them, and I always feel really bad whenever they ask the one question, what was the hardest thing about filming? Because I feel so, like, depressing when I say that I was sick during filming. Everyone's like, aw, and I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. Well, you, you guys were talking about the heat, too. That's enough oh, to make yeah. somebody sick. It was right? literally over 100. People were like, no, no, it really wasn't. Like, really, that week was ridiculous. And you guys were dressing rather scantily because of that, right? Yes, and I was rather burnt. <laughs> right. I was fried to a crisp. Where was that, though? Was that in West Virginia? Yeah, it was in Wheeling. Was, was, okay, okay. We were in the, like, deep in, like, in the backyard of his friend's place, and it was literally the sun was beating down on us all day. <laughs> Now, everyone must die. You got uh, basically a, sort of a team of killers. In this case, there are two. Yeah, it's like a... It's hard to explain. Yeah, like a cult, basically, of killers. And they're wearing awesome. these thick, heavy, like, ninja-type outfits. They must oh, be yeah. sweltering in there. And there's, I gotta tell you, there's some great death scenes in that movie. I was really impressed, especially, um, was a cat gets stabbed in the, in the should stomach. Should I give that away? Should I give that away? Nobody knows. Yeah, well... Well, everybody must die. Yeah, yeah everybody like, must die. Take so, that. Remember that. Yeah. Everybody must but die. She went down hard, man. And I remember her <laughs> saying that... Um, she was scared to death of flipping she, over. That she was going to fall over the, yeah. the, the railing when the machete was going into her stomach, sort of. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, that was a freaky scene. I, I love that, too, because Guy, did you see Guy go running down the stairs <laughs> instead of helping? <laughs> yeah. guy, I love his character so Guy much. cracked me up. I laughed because of him. He reminded me of a lot of people back home in New York. That's all I'm Because he's say. a character, and that's the best part about it. Him and Steve played awesome characters that just stood out. I agree. He was hilarious. Absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I mean, I won't even talk about the gunplay, because that was hilarious, too. Oh. You know, what, what, he has a gun? <laughs> Why does he have a gun? Gee, I don't freaking know. <laughs> I actually do have a favorite line, and it's a one-word line. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't even... I mean, you guys just have to see this movie to understand it. I, that, that, I was laughing for two days straight, even after I saw the movie the third time, just with that one death scene. The guy's <laughs> final word was egg. Yeah, Sean was actually my ride there because my car was actually hit like a couple days prior. Oh, man. Like, I literally got a knock on the door at my boyfriend's place, and they were like, I hit your car. I'm like, oh, okay, great. So, like, I called Steve. I'm just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, how to get down to Wheeling. And he hurry up and tried to wrangle some things together and got a hold of Sean. And my friend dropped me off to Sean. Then John, Sean picked me up, and we drove all the way to West Virginia. And turns out he actually went to the same school as me and all that. Oh, man. Well, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you probably weren't in the right mindset at that point. You are worried about your car. Well, I was worried about my car. I My boyfriend just graduated graduated college I had a brief kidney infection oh my god that, yeah that's right yeah oh, I was just like everything I was like really can when it rains it pours though right so. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know what that's true whenever you have something good coming out it seems like that's when something bad just follows immediately mm -hmm. that roller coaster ride and I'm telling you from experience <laughs> I'm oh, a lot yeah. older than you so you start to understand these things nothing shocks me anymore <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> 
But now, let's see, modeling. Let's talk about that. Yes, that's actually where I started. Okay, that's what I was going to say. It was modeling before acting. Oh, yeah, in high school I started. Me and an old friend of mine, we were on the yearbook staff, and we would get out of class and get to take photos and do interviews and stuff. Then we wouldn't want to go back, so we'd pretend we were still doing the interviews and taking photos, but we actually just practiced modeling and photography and stuff on the side. Oh, nice. So <laughs> and it just grew. Too. Okay. Well, well she was the photographer, I was the model at first, and then she okay. got into both and all that. Well, like, how did you start with the acting then at that point? Like, what? Um, well, I thought about it, and obviously everyone knows the curvier you are, the harder it is to model and be accepted into it, which is really frustrating. You can have so much talent and be a gorgeous person, but yet it doesn't matter if you're not a size, like, four or zero. It doesn't matter. Ruthless, it is. Yes, yeah, and yeah. since I'm a curvy individual, I have an ass. I admit it to everybody. I have an ass and hips, and you can see them walking down the street. So, <laughs> it's just like, people, as soon as I put my ass measurement... In, like, a resume, they're just like, oh, never mind. A little hard on yourself, I think. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, people, like, there are ass men out there, and I've been told, hey, keep your ass, it is a great <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm just like, but, personally, I would give anything in the world to have a white girl ass. That would be incredible. <laughs> That's a dream of mine, to have a white girl ass. I don't know if I should edit that out. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to let that one roll. First, we've been a racial tension on the show. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, that's not tension, that's some humor, come on. Please. (laughs) i got tough skin. But, yeah. Anyway, (laughs) in the acting. What about your ass? (laughs) I was just like, well, about my ass. It really wanted to get on the big screen, you know? (laughs) And she has a good sense of humor, too, folks. (laughs) Anyway, I was just like, well, you know, like, it's so limited in modeling. What about acting? You see people of all shapes and sizes, different everything like there's every type of person out there on the big screen and i was just like well why don't i give that a shot i don't see what i can do hell i was in little plays here and there in elementary school i can give it a shot right so i eventually met like met up with some people and there was a music video that was going to be shot in the pittsburgh area actually in greensburg for the band love betty I remember. and a friend I remember. of mine took me to um the big interview audition stage out in greensburg and i was one of the few girls and it was funny this is the weirdest audition i was on too I was told to read the ingredients on the back of a brownie or cookie box sexually, like sensually read these directions. I was like, what? So you had a speaking part in the video? No, there was no speaking. They just wanted to uh, check and see if you had a good sense of humor and you were willing to work. Okay. And stuff like that. And some girls, like, got a little awkward, I guess, and were like, yeah, this is weird. So they obviously didn't get it. And I guess the band was in the back room watching it all go down, laughing their asses off. Okay. So I just went, I was like, alright, and I'm just, like, centrally reading the ingredients. <laughs> There's like, alright. There's like, honestly, we just need someone with good expressions and stuff like that, and I eventually got the call that I got it, and the one condition was, at the time, I had dyed my hair back to my natural hair color. I was gonna ask you, yeah, okay. And my natural hair color is actually almost black. Really? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Alright, because we had, well, I have a redhead question for you, because there were two of you in the movie. Okay. And that was a very <laughs> odd angle that Steve took two redheads that were like in the forefront of the movie. I like that personally. It's a, oh, definitely. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. But People, really black, I thought. Wow, okay. Oh, yeah. I was born, like, I had like raven hair when I was born. Wow. And, oh, oh, yeah. That's cool, though. But it's one of those things. I look bad with dark hair for every reason I look good with red hair. So, hmm. it, yeah, even like, I went, whenever I dyed my hair back to its natural hair color, my mother was like, no, I like you better with the red. I'm just like, all right, if your wow. mother, own mother doesn't like your natural hair color, I guess you should probably <laughs> just go back. Wow. That's pretty rough. Well, mothers can be crucial like that. And that was also a sign, too. (laughs) The one thing they wanted, they were just like, for this part, we want you to dye your hair back red. And I was like, alright, and that's when I kind of witnessed the fact that people like gingers on screen for some reason. This is coming into the era of gingers, so... I don't know who put you on the map, though. It's like, all of a sudden, gingers are very popular. I hate to say that it's because of South Park and the word ginger that they (laughs) so use. (laughs) But, so what was your favorite scene to shoot? I am going to ask you that one. And everyone must die. Yeah, yeah, you told me a story the last time I met you. It was kind of funny about Guy and... Oh, yeah, that's definitely still, like, one of my top scenes. And I was also... Well, the funny thing is, okay, whenever... In the bedroom scene... We won't give anything away, but there are tits involved, tits and blood, and another ginger. Yes. We'll just talk about that. Yes, yes, yes. I actually, um, I had a chance to play the killer. Tits and blood. (laughs) Tits and blood, tits and blood, that's what sells it. (laughs) I was actually the killer for one of the scenes. Oh, cool. And I got to hide in this tiny-ass closet that was literally my ass in this closet, we'll go back to my ass again, fitting in this closet. (laughs) And I'm just, like, down, like a little Charlie's Angel or something, like, squatting, putting myself against back against the wall. And they're just like, all right, wait for this cue and come out and attack Steve. 
And I'm just like, no. Like, all right, <laughs> no. yeah. Like, all right, let's try this. Did you have trouble getting up? <laughs> it was interesting going yeah, down. Could, I mean, a shoot could last. I mean, if there's some mistakes, you could be sitting in that position for a long time, all of a sudden your knees are like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you, it, hey, that's a great scene, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and nice battle going on, but... And then, actually, we did one take. We were going to put into a blooper reel, but we found out later it wasn't as funny not watching it and being in the sense. I actually came out in my bra and killed him. Like, surprise, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> Somebody dropped the camera. <laughs> but now, you, Steve, you guys go back. Like, this, I actually, this is Steve Rosinski, the director we're talking about. And also one of the actors. Yeah. Um, I actually met Steve on the set of Screen Park. Oh, okay. Yes, because he played Marty and I played Missy. And we had a nice, fun couple scenes together. Yeah, you have, well, see, I only saw one scene with him with Doug Bradley. So that's all I've seen with, Mar with uh, Steve so far. But so you met there, and what, he mentions he's making a movie? And well, he, I remember at our rehearsal in downtown Pittsburgh, he mentioned it, but I didn't really, I wasn't listening. First, like, I thought Steve was like a goofball. I was like, what the hell is this guy up to? Like, <laughs> weird as all hell. And then I saw a thing on Craigslist, because yes, people do check Craigslist for things other than sexual relief. Um, I looked on there, and I saw something for a movie that was paid in filming in the area, and I was just like, why the hell not? So I try out for it, and I send an email, and then I get this giant response back, like, no, Nicole, you can't try out for this role. <laughs> He's like, I'm just kidding, it's Steve, by the way. Yeah, that sounds I'm like, oh. like him, absolutely. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so no, I, go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> I sent um, an audition and everything, and he told me about a couple of the parts. He told me about the part of Carol, who was one of the lesbians, mm -hmm. yes, and... Yes. I was like, well, I'm not showing tits, so let's go to the next one. <laughs> and then he told me about the lead one. I was like, I want to try for that. You know, I want to try for a lead instead of, you know, like a goth girl off to the side. Let's try to work our way up the ladder, you know? <laughs> and I read for that, and I actually tried helping, and I gave him a few friends' names to try to get for the lead role of the guy. And that's when he ran into Nick for the lead for that. <laughs> yes, Nick. <laughs> so yeah. what, what, um, what I wanted to ask you, too, was... Um, you were production consultant, or because oh. Steve said he uh, he owed you a, a lot <laughs> making that. I don't know if it was just because you showed up, or but he said he owed you for a lot of work that you did. What else did you do? Well, I actually did like all the the creative stuff for free. Like I was just like it gives me something to do, and I actually really enjoy doing it. I found out I did the all the like um, graphic design stuff, like the poster, the official poster. DVD cover and all the character posters mm -hmm. that were sold at like Very the cool. horror realms. And yeah, stuff. I love that. The, the, we're looking <laughs> at the poster right now. I have a bigger one somewhere. I don't know what I, I got it at the show. Steve signed it, but you're gonna have to sign that later. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> so now, would you be more interested in the creative side of it, or do you want to continue acting? I would love to continue acting. I mean, who would come on? Who would rather right. sit in a cubicle at a computer like <sighs> eight to five every day of the week? Yes. Compared to go out and go to different different things, pretend to be different people, play dress up, all this fun stuff. Go to red red carpet events. I mean, yeah. that's a I'll easy one. That. But I'm realistic. I have my degree in advertising, and I'm more than willing to use it. And I enjoy it. I went and went to school and Good. paid a hundred thousand right. dollars for oh it. My God. <laughs> yeah, student loans. Literally a hundred. I just paid mine off, and I've been out of school for. Uh, 18 years. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, you didn't want to hear that, did you? I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a mess. But so you, no interest in like the writing or directing? You want to stick with? Um, no interest in really like any writing or directing. I actually thought about writing a book once, but I don't have the patience. I get six pages and I'm like, all right, I don't want to do this anymore. It was a fun idea, but it's not going. It takes a lot of patience. Oh yeah, I couldn't um, do it. Try, yeah, I just, I actually just finished a short story that's going to be published, um, in the, the next big book of Bizarro. Oh, here's this right here. A little interesting. A um, little plug wow, on my own. But nice. that, I got a story in that one, but I just, they're coming out with a second edition, <laughs> and uh, it's in, and I'm getting published again sometime in the early 2013. That's a giant book. That's a big book, yeah. Um, that, my books, my pages are like, it's like 10 pages um, short story. They, they had awesome. short stories. Some people get them a little bit longer than that. That's a, yeah, that's a crazy little book right there. Um, this isn't sure. little, by the way, people. This <laughs> thing is actually pretty damn thick. <laughs> Yeah. I'm impressed, well, sorry, I'm impressed. But yeah, you could write. I mean, sure, you can get it out of your system really easy if you just do a short story. But if you take your time, do a couple pages a day, that's the only way I could say you could do it. I mean, some people, like my friend Mandy, the guy, I think she she can write a book in a day just by the way Whoa. she talks. She's, she's a crazy good writer. <laughs> um, look her up sometime, too. We should also plug you. Like, where uh, where can people find you and oh. if they were looking for modeling, acting, whatever? Well, I actually do have a Facebook fan page. Mm -hmm. 
unlegit as that is. Yeah, it works. <laughs> That's where I post all the photos that I have, like, since I've been starting everything. I post updates, like, an update that I was going to yep. be on the radio show today. Yep. And oh, cool. Thank I'll, you. <laughs> I'll talk to people and message people and stuff like that, and it's uh, Modern Nicole Beatty on Facebook. Okay, very cool. That's one. And um, what about WordPress? Are you thinking about putting a page up? Like, another um, WordPress isn't bad. It's easy to do. It I've never even. So, yeah, well, that's our, <laughs> our uh, redhorseradio.com is actually we're on a WordPress page. And really? It's pretty impressive. Like, John Towers, my, uh, my boss, he did a lot of work and it came out really good. I'll, I'll show you that later. Um, what would be your ideal role to play if you could pick a role? What would be numero uno? Or did you already do it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I never expected to get into horror. That was one thing. It just kind of happened. I was like, well, how... Yeah, it just, horror does just kind of happen. It just literally, literally just freaking happened. Like, one thing led to another. Like, all right, two horror films. Where did that, like, where did that come from? Isn't it awesome, though? I mean, all the greats start with horror, and, like, we're, I was just listening to the radio in there, uh, Peter Jackson. He, I mean, before he did, you know, The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, he started making these low-budget horror movies. Like, really awesome. low-budget. And they're... I mean, he was really good with the gore and everything else. He had some good ones. Um... Dead Alive being one I, I recommend. Hmm. But yeah, and, uh, I'm trying to think. There's quite a few other ones. Um, it, just the Meet the Feebles, I think, is another one. It's a weird one. <laughs> interesting Puppets name. Puppets killing each other. I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, very <laughs> interesting. So they all started pretty low. So you had a good uh, good stepping stone right there, I think. So, but ideally, what would you do? Hmm. I've actually been interested in trying to do action. I've been loved to do, like, some choreographed fighting and, like, jumping off things and. I would love to do that. You already did a little bit of that. A little bit, yeah. Something, yeah. I'm talking about, like, have maybe some guns, do some, throw some punches, <laughs> like, swing some knives, you know, be all badass. Well, you're like your buddy Wendy Wigan. <laughs> yeah, basically. I'd love to do something, like, an actual, like, lead role that carries it and tries to portray that to the audience as best as possible. Hmm. All right. Very cool. So, <laughs> so genre-wise, you would go action? I would obviously, I'd probably do, like, action, drama. My favorite movies are psychological thrillers. That was my next question. <laughs> my fuck endings are incredible. Okay. They blow so, me away every time. Like um, like Hannibal, things like that? Or are you talking more like... Like completely turn like identity. Oh, yeah. Like, you oh, know, that's you, a great one. Oh, yeah. That's once you one. don't know the end, you're just like, oh, my gosh, where the hell did this come from? Like, they just, like, pulled it out of nowhere. It's that incredible. Was, you're right. It, it, that was completely different. There was nothing like that. And then they tried, you know, they always do that. You know, there's like copycats. Mm -hmm. But so, all right, so what about TV? Do you watch any TV? There isn't that much of good TV. If I talk about TV, I'm going to lose so many fans. Uh-oh. Of oh. the things I like. You said you weren't afraid. <laughs> <sighs> Alright, I admit to being part of the, slightly part of the vampire craze. I won't lie. And I like the zombie craze, too. I'll put you down for that. I'm a big Walking Dead fan. Me, too. Got my parents into it, too. It's just Great hysterical. Great show. Great show. I'm a big uh, True Blood fan. We, we liked it up until this season. This season sucked. Yeah, man. Oh, what was going on there? I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it. <laughs> Love the Vampire Diaries. Um, I used to be a big Heroes fan. You know, I haven't seen that. And I'm gonna go on Netflix and watch the whole thing. Oh, it's awesome! Yeah, I've been told for a comic book guy, like you know, my comic mm -hmm. I've never. People say, "How how can you not be watching this show?" Oh, I, I just, loved it. If I miss something, and I do this with comic books, I miss the first couple of issues. I don't bother reading them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but that I can go back and watch. So exactly. Funny. So it's that good, huh? Yeah, actually, it's actually something I'd love to do too. Is something like superhero, I can see like that. powers and oh, stuff. Oh, I could see that. That'd be incredible. I'd love that. I could see you in the X Men. I really. I oh yeah, I was. I actually yeah. said I was like, maybe I'll be seen by someone, and I'll be Phoenix. the new uh, Phoenix. Yeah. Ah, I called that one. Yes. <laughs> I actually wanted a Phoenix tattoo for the longest time, and I was like, wait, like every weird girl has a Phoenix tattoo. I actually heard a bad story about a guy having sex with a girl with this ugly looking Phoenix tattoo on her back. I was like, that just ruined it for me. I don't know if I want one now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that could ruin it. That could yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> so, uh, favorite movie? You said Identity. Do you have a favorite? film what your go-to that you always you know, you put it in it just makes you happy or oh man i actually creepy. i have some weird likes like identity isn't one of my favorites i just like psychological thrillers mm -hmm. things that make you think mm -hmm. obviously I'm a, I'm a female i have a vagina i like romances it's a given i can't help it it's in my dna don't judge me for it i'm not judging <laughs> here not in this room if you, if you listen to the show you see some of the people we get in here and there's no judgment being made lots of weird things well we'll just leave it at that <laughs> Good people, though. Good people. Lots of fun. And, yeah, don't yeah, don't hold back. <laughs> I love horror movies, okay. of course. I have to. I love horror movies. When I was little, my favorite things to watch at, like, four years old were Chucky and the Crypt Keeper. Nice. Yes, I was a crazy little child. Yeah. <laughs> <A crazy laughs> like, Mom, I want to watch Chucky tonight. <laughs> like, that's not a serious threat of the future, I guess. Oh, uh, well, 
Chucky, the first one was really good, and then he just got crazy. Well, I guess they're actually making one. It's Seed of Chucky, and they're going back to, like, the original Chucky. Oh, really? Yes! Okay, that's I'm right, so excited. Man. That's cool. Okay. It's before, like, the crazy, like, Bride of Chucky and Seed of right. Chucky. It's going back to the actual horror and horror comedy. we can get Chris Sarandon to show up in it again, because I love him. I, he was in the original. That's before your time, but he was oh, in yeah, Fright Night. You ever mm-hmm. seen the original Fright yeah. Night? I love Friday Night. I think that's a great movie. Um, yes. And I, I, they did remake it. I own it. Yeah, Colin Farrelly. I'm kind of like, I don't know. I do some good acting in it, so I liked it. Definitely. Some, and that's better than most, because some bomb remakes. Like, okay. I've seen some pretty bad ones. Right. Well, David Tennant was in it, and he's, he's Doctor Who, so oh, he's one of the Doctor Oh, movies. yeah, I remember. And he, yes, he was in it. We, we, we love that. <laughs> yeah, that's, he's the main reason. <laughs> oh, so we're doing this little thing with uh, Red Horse Radio, and my boss wants everybody to... T- do something about the end of the world. Where? How do you feel about the Mayan calendar? <laughs> oh, I was actually on the phone for like four hours the other night talking about this and texting a friend of mine actually about this whole thing because some people have the theory that the end of the world is going to be the zombie apocalypse. So some people wish that, and I don't know why. <laughs> actually, zombies were my worst fears. Okay. Spiders and zombies like kill me, like paralyze me in fear. Well, some spiders. Yeah, I've got some nasty bites myself. Uh, one bite away from becoming a supervillain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they actually did that, I would be more than willing to get bit. But no, I just prefer to keep my distance. <laughs> but honestly, the whole mind counter thing—I mean, it's one of those things that happens. But how you gonna do about it? It happens. Are I we mean, all gonna die? <laughs> I highly doubt it. You know, but I mean, let people believe what they're gonna believe. And frankly, everybody—if I were you—I would not go out to Walmart that week because I think shit's gonna get crazy. Uh, like, you're probably right. I—I th- I feel like. Paranoia. like People are going to get a little crazy, try to go out, get, like, bottled water and cans, push people over. It might get really dangerous. I'm glad I asked you this question, because I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Like, because people, there are people out there who probably do believe it's real. Right, right. And are just scared and want to be prepared just in case. But then if more and more people keep doing that, it's just going to keep building up and getting worse and worse. Some people actually think people thinking the end of the world happening is going to cause it, because people are just going to go crazy. Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, look at these idiots with nukes, you know, what they mm-hmm. can do, you know, all it takes is them changing their mind and pressing a button. Exactly. But, yeah, so, wow. Well, okay, you worked that angle well. I'm glad I asked you that one. <laughs> I think of things a little too much sometimes. <laughs> do you now? Well, with that in mind, um, we are going to play a song by a band. Uh, uh, the band's called River City Conspiracy. The song is alive. Uh, they're going to be playing at the Chaotic Simplicity um, Festival that's at Lawrenceville Moose on the 14th. Um, them among other bands, 10 bands for 10 bucks. 15 at the door. Um, I think uh, I sent this song to you. Um, they would love to hear what you thought of it. Oh, definitely. Yeah? You like it? Yeah, I actually really did like it. They had really good beats and tones in it. The and I really... Was, yes. I crunchy, like, yeah. at first, like, I was kind of weary. I was like, oh boy, when you think of, like, smaller bands, like, ones you haven't heard of, you're like, oh shit, like, what the hell is this gonna be? <laughs> and I started up, I was like, oh, I'm actually impressed. Like, who knows? Right. And as it got into the singing, especially, I was just like, wow, they have, like... Right? Yeah. they. I feel like they can go really far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's just three guys. I'm not sure, but really? uh, the bass player uh, Nick Blonzi, Nicholas Blonzi, he he sent me the song. Um, yeah, they've been p- pretty cool about sending the music. So uh, yeah, we're gonna play uh, the song alive right now, and uh, we'll get back to you guys in a few here. <laughs> All right. Shut up! 
Okay, we're back, and that was a River City Conspiracy Alive. I mean, what'd you think once again? Very awesome. Yeah. They, did, they did a great job. Keeps going, I think. Good stuff. Thanks, guys. Thanks for sending me that song. Appreciate it. Now, back <laughs> to you. You said you had a recent hit of good luck. Yes, I was so happy. I actually um, got an email again that I'll be a Philip Policy model. Yet again, which makes me happy. That's awesome. I was a little worried, because there's a lot of really pretty girls in the area, and I was just like, well, maybe they don't want, you know the ginger on there again so you never know I was just like oh I'll cross my fingers hope that I'll get chosen again and sure enough I got the email I'm just like gingers yes gingers are in gingers are in again yes. <laughs> that's awesome so when does it start um I'm doing a new shoot with them on in January that's when we're doing a new shoot and they'll be around cause actually everyone sends me photos they find in the malls like there's a giant like five foot tall billboard of me in one of the malls I think in Robinson oh, maybe really? yeah cool. I'm just like, oh, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> I've been there in a while. It's, where is it? It's outside their store? Or they... Um, I think it's, like, oh, you know where Macy's is? Yep. And yep. the Philip Post is right down that area. Cool. It's somewhere between that general vicinity somewhere. I try to stay away from that place just because the traffic line. I used to work oh. out towards that, that area, so. But that gives me reason to stop by. I'll take a picture <laughs> next year. <laughs> All right, so let's see here. Um, I was going to ask you, but you said this, you didn't, you didn't like this question, but, uh, uh, favorite or worst, uh, let's say, favorite person on the set and worst moment on the set when you did Everyone Must Die. Favorite person and worst person? Yeah, well, we'll say moments. You don't have to say person. Okay, because that's annoyed little... you, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, let's face it, guy is hilarious. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, favorite moments let's go and with favorite worst... then. All right. Okay. Favorite moments... I would go with obviously when guys running back and forth. They actually extended it for the movie, which I made it even more I saw funny. That. I noticed that, yeah. Yeah, because like when we first did, he ran back and forth like three times, <laughs> and that was gonna be like crazy. I guess like we thought, no, 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 we should make him run back like fifty times. Just to set up <laughs> the scene for the folks that haven't seen the movie, uh, in Nicole's city, her character's sitting at a, a chair in the backyard, and this guy's just trying to impress her because he's a jockhead. <laughs> and he impressed her by showing her how fast he can run. Back and forth. <laughs> Back and forth. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And you can see how ridiculous it is on my face. <laughs> yeah, you had a surprising calm <laughs> going on there. Like, I don't know how you kept the straight face, but that, that part kills me <laughs> every time. <laughs> oh, man. So are you going to be at the Screen Park premiere January 6th? Did you hear about this? Yes. I just got the email a couple days ago. Um, I should definitely be there. It shouldn't be an issue. I'm actually in the job search right now. I got, got, got tickets. Yeah, I got my advanced sale tickets. I'm not taking a chance because I have a feeling that might fill up. I don't know. I, I feel like it may. They're yeah. actually they're trying to get Nivek in Dog to come. Oh wow! They're trying, oh, wow. which would be awesome, and I feel like that would pack the house. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that there on its own would save Hollywood Theater in Dormont. That would be so great. That's gonna be a fun time. I'm, I'm gonna make sure that I'm tempted to bring my parents to it. They haven't come to a premiere yet. I'm tempted to bring them. Drag them. <laughs> I say drag them. Drag the family. Definitely. 
I mean, they should see your work, you know, too, at the same time. I think they'd be impressed. You're really good. Thank I mean, you. Um, yeah, seriously, I enjoyed that. I can't wait to see you in Screen Park. Um, you're in, how many scenes are you in? Or? In Screen Park, my name's Missy. I'm, like, the gothic girl that works there. I probably didn't recognize your picture, then. No one, actually, at the premiere in Meadville, no one even knew I was in the movie. I was the only redhead there in the cast and crew section, and they, I even stood up and waved when they were introducing us all. That's so funny. And I was at, like, they were taking photos, like, Wendy and Alicia and everybody, and this one woman asked, she was like, are you in the movie? Oh my god. And I just, like, gave this, like, blank look. <laughs> and I looked over at Wendy and Alicia, and they're just like, what? <laughs> And I was just like, yeah. And she was like, oh. That's great. Oh, man. <laughs> I was just like, ouch. We're going to have to look up that picture. I, I know I've, I've seen it on, on, I think, did you have it on your Facebook? Oh, uh, yeah, I have a couple photos from okay. Screen Park up there. I have stills from Screen Park, Everyone Must Die, everything I've been in. Like, even shorts and music videos, stuff like that. Well, I was impressed. Again, um, I wanted to ask you to uh, music. What kind of music do you like? What inspires you? Music. Yeah, where are you? Because music is kind of rough right now. Like, all the oh. genres are messed up. Oh yeah, things are. It seems like things are in the process of changing. Yeah. It's in a big changing state, and it's kind of in the in between right now, which is really weird. There's a new boy band every like, <laughs> week. I mean, it's just like it's uh, like the Backstreet Boys all over oh again. Oh my god! Which... Well, for me, it's the new kids. You know, my little oh. sister was into the new kids back then at the start of all this stuff. But before that, you know, it was the Osmonds. There's always something going mm-hmm. on. You know, yeah. Jackson Five. There's all these groups that they just now they're kind of all sounding the same. <laughs> Yeah. But, what, is that your thing? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I don't have to try to hide that one back. That's, you know. Okay. I'm, I'm more of a rock person. When I was younger, I was, like, in the punk, like, Avril Lavigne and stuff like that. And then as I get older, I like some, like, hard rock, alternative rock. Like, I'm a big fan of, like, uh, the Black Keys. Oh, yeah, they're great. And stuff like that. I like Silver Sun pickups. I love them. I love the sounds. Like, I like something that's different. I love Cohen Cambria. Oh, okay. Now, them, I kind of miss them. I don't know. They came out, like, I don't know, like, Really missing a friend of mine that lived across the hall from us when we had an apartment. Mm-hmm. He used to play them on the guitar all the time. And I didn't know who he was playing. Oh, they're, love it. they're very talented. Very mm-hmm. talented what they do. Um, what was I going to say too? Uh, along the same lines, what about the grunge period? Did you miss all that, or you weren't into that, or you? What you, uh, the grunge period? Nirvana, House of Chains. I think that was a little bit before yeah, me. Yeah, would have been. <laughs> I hate but to say. Played. I mean, my God, oh yeah, rock, I like, have a couple Alice in Chains. I have. Uh, a couple here and there. It depends on how hard it is. If it's right. like the softer stuff with a good beat, then I'll take it in a heartbeat. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I was just curious, like, what gets you going, you know, what kind of music you That's the thing. To. A lot of people, like, I know people, like, survive on music, and people have to listen and know every new music that's coming out, honestly. Um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I know. I'm that like, guy. Like, no offense. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs> no, that's cool. I usually, the only times I listen to music are in the car and when I'm working out. And that's when I find new songs, like, on the radio. Yeah, XM. I'm, always uh, on there. Yeah. I'm not up to date yet. I, st- I don't even have an iPhone or anything. Uh, I don't even have a smartphone. You know, again, though, you're not missing. I mean, I'll say one out of every ten songs on there is, like, interesting, you know, that yeah. you might want to listen to again. There's a lot of garbage, too. And, but, yeah, <laughs> I listen to, like, uh, Marky Ramon has a show on uh, on Saturdays, and it's just all punk for three hours. And he plays old and new, and that's hmm. interesting. That That's really interesting. Because I'm the ex. I'm, I always listen to the ex, usually. And whenever Mark Madden comes out, I'm like, oh shit, here we go. And I just listen to it. Some of those stupid things people call him, like, you really don't think he's going to tear you apart? Come on. <laughs> Every time I've called him there, he's been nice to me. So I'm like, all right, I have no reason to be I've mean. I've got to with them, with the DJs. That's kind of why it led me to be doing what I'm really? doing here. Yeah, because I got tired of their bullshit. And, like, calling them up and harassing them, too. Because we oh, go back God. and forth. I got into a fight with one guy, Grim. He's not there anymore. No clue. <laughs> uh, he was, he was an ass. Like, he was just... He's a huge Metallica fan, and I was. I mean, I like old Metallica. And I, I started talking about Dave Mustaine from Megadeth, and he got all snippy with me and just like, like, really? Just play the damn song for me, dude. And I'm like, what the hell? So I figured I could do it. You're doing fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, we'll see. It's been fun, I'll tell you that much. Seems fun. It is fun, it is fun. I mean, you're welcome back here anytime if you have something you want to plug or whatever. Um, we, once you've been on the show, most people have come back, which is <laughs> I'm more than happy to. Like, for any of you that don't know, this place is filled with Star Wars. Like, I'm surrounded by Star Wars. It's just like, holy shit. Like, That's, it's crazy. Everybody says that one. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, even uh, we had John Russo in here. Um, he was the writer of the original Night of the Living Dead. Oh, cool. Yeah, he, he loved it. And he, he, was just, he was just looking around the whole time. And that guy, when he starts talking, he's so, just so interesting. He has so much to say. I hope to get him back here sometime. <laughs> I don't know if he'll come back here, but <laughs> he might. He it's might. just like, ooh, you look around? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Heather, like, Heather was sitting here. We were just kind of like staring at him, listening to him. We hardly said a word during that show. It was really <laughs> You're just in awe. <laughs> yeah, basically. 
Now, I wanted to ask you, too, um, were there any scenes cut out of Everyone Must Die? Was there something we didn't see that's going to be on the Blu-ray? Or It seemed like everything flowed, really. Well, it's a thing. We filmed all this in a matter of a week. So it was like... We're only film, like we're not filming it unless it's needed, basically. So okay. everything that we filmed, I believe, was used. Unless maybe for the camping scenes, maybe there's something because I wasn't there for that part. All oh, right, but you know the lovely Mick, uh, MC Pink. MC Pink. MC I always Pink. call him Mick Pink, like he, McDonald's. Oh, God, for anybody that's listening to this, go to MC Pink. I, you can see his video on the Everyone Must Die website. <laughs> um, did you see it yet? Oh, that's shot. hilarious. Oh, my yeah. God. He's just so funny. And he says that he doesn't ad-lib. He, does, he just doesn't do freestyle. Everything was written, and he just... He seems like he can freestyle. If you, <laughs> if you if watch this video for MC Pink, he's a, he's a white dude, white gay rapper, oh, right? Yeah, white gay rapper that wears a pink bandana. That, and, that um, gives it away right there, I think. <laughs> Whoever doesn't think he's gay after that, I don't care. Real guys do not wear pink. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you for that. Please. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't wear it. <laughs> but he's hilarious, and I definitely I suggest going to the website, watching that video because he'll, he'll crack up. And of course, the lead song I, I played earlier in the show um, uh, for "Everyone Must Die," the theme by Carson Malfi. I don't know. Did you know him? I know Steve knows. I never met him. Them. I think it's a them, isn't it? It's not he. I'm not sure. Well, I know Carson's one person, so yeah. I'm not sure if there's like a group that yeah. does it all together or what. Because I just remember when I was putting like the press kits and stuff like that together. Like, I put all the information, the photos, mm-hmm. and stuff, but other than that, I never got a chance to actually meet him. Well, the song is excellent. I play, I play the hell out of it all the time. It's been <laughs> on the show probably lately. It's like every other episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. Um, now, sequel. Is he really going to do a prequel or a sequel? I have or? no idea, honestly. Because your whole cast has to change. I've been, hearing, I've been hearing him talk about wanting to do something Power Rangers related. Yes, yeah. He, he talked about it on the last episode. And the funny part yes. is, one of my first crushes was the White Ranger Tommy. Like, I think I fantasized at the age of four about this man. Like, it was ridiculous. <laughs> My sister-in-law was loving him. <laughs> it turns out he actually did, like, softcore porn or something. Oh, for God's sake. I really? think I found it, too. A it, Power Ranger? It was so worth it. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's a nightmare. That's one of those roads I just don't want to go I, down. I want to be a Power Ranger. All right, but... It's so corny, though. <laughs> Nowadays, if you watch Power Rangers from, like, the 90s, it's... It was pretty corny then, but you know, people that make fun of that, when I was younger, there was this show called Sid and Marty Croft, and they had, it was live action, really bad, low budget, very similar. Really? Oh yeah, I mean, it was like, Land of the Lost was a real show back then, and it was like, not just like the Will Ferrell movie, Mm -hmm. but that was based on the show. I haven't even seen it, I don't want to see it. Oh man, I mean, just everything was (laughs) on stage, you know, it was like, shot on video, straight to video, it was just like... It was, oh, it was so low budget. So anybody that makes fun of Power Rangers missed, like, the 70s and 80s and all those really horrible live-action shows. Uh, there's good <laughs> ones, too. Uh, uh, was it Sigmund the Sea Monster and H.R. Puffin stuff, which I believe his acting figure is somewhere around here. But, I feel so young. Yeah, nah. I feel so young right you now. Missed, you missed that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I made the 80s by two weeks, so... <laughs> well, you're around for Star Wars now, and now they're making the next three, which I, I'm, of course, excited about. I get a lot of flack for that. I actually didn't see Star Wars until my second year of college. Okay, well, second or third year of college, that's, yeah. That's not right, as long as you saw it. <laughs> I was, now, yeah. You, you say that, did you see A New Hope, like the original? I believe I, they had me watch it in an act, like The Order. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. So it worked out all nice. Actually, I was shocked. I was like, wow, these are actually really good. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, duh, no, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back is actually very dark. I mean, it's a, a dark. It was supposed to be darker than that, actually. Oh, uh, really awesome. our, our, our band again, uh, <laughs> City Conspiracy. Yeah, they get played twice on this show. <laughs> <laughs> They're that awesome. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> well, what else do you have for me? Do you have anything else you want to plug away? Um, or? Well, I know Steve would probably definitely want me to mention that Everyone Must Die, he's play- trying to plan a Blu-ray release eventually. He did mention that. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. I'll be buying that. And I'm sure Screen Park's definitely probably going to try to do the same. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if uh, Steve's going to have any more premieres for Everyone Must Die, like at any theaters or anything. But I know, again, Screen Park is what, the 6th? Yes, uh, January 6th at Screen Park at Hollywood Theater in Dormont. Yes, and we'll be there. You'll probably have things for everyone to sign and take photos. Right. and Like fanboys like myself. Oh, yeah. Here's my ticket. I actually bought <laughs> three tickets. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to miss that one. I've been talking this movie up for so long, and everybody's so excited about it. Including oh, yourself. definitely. I mean, Wendy, I talked to Wendy and Alicia quite a bit, too. And they're just, like, so excited. Like like little kids at Christmas, you know? And that, that makes me excited. When you guys are excited about your work that makes the audience so much more into it, I think. Because some people don't talk about their work. And I, I, it's like, I, I want to ask you this. As, a, as an actor, actress, do you... I'll, just, I'll say this. <laughs> I'm a writer. I never go back and read what I wrote. 
Mm-hmm. If it's already published, I will never go back and read it because, like, God forbid, there's a mistake. You're like an Angelina Jolie of writing, basically. I guess. So I guess that's what <laughs> I heard. Right? I heard a while back that she doesn't like watching, like, she won't watch any of the movies she's in. I understand that to a degree. I mean, oh, but she has something to look at, so she doesn't have anything to worry about. It's either him or J- her or Johnny Depp. <laughs> Yeah, that's, what uh, yeah, that's yeah, probably him too. We're, we're actually fans of him here too. Oh, definitely. We, we like all of, and my wife oh, yeah. loves him in all his movies. So. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> your eyes like oh. uh, Well, yeah, there's an action figure of him right up there. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah Edward Scissorhands. I have three action figures of Johnny Depp because he did all these dark movies like mm-hmm. uh, Sleepy Hollow. There's another one floating around here somewhere. He has so many awesome like characters. Mm-hmm. Like. He needs to do so much more. There's a couple of actors I think that need to do so much more character acting. So he's so good. his favorite for you? He's like he's top. I'm, pro- I'm I have this issue. I can't I name favorites. Like even right. bands. I don't have favorite bands. Like I can't name. Yeah, I just it all depends. I'm very hot and cold. Well, um, what about female? You have any uh, actresses that you follow or? I really like um, Meryl Streep, Kate Winslet. I like Meryl Streep just because, again, she has gained so much respect, and Kate, she's Kate more... Kate comes up a lot when I ask female actresses. Oh, yeah, that's why I respect her, just because she's a curvy one, and she's kept that, and she works it, and she, like, basically, like, says to people, like, this is me, you have to accept it. Exactly. And that's also brought love to Jennifer Lawrence, because she's even said, like, I actually posted an article that she put up on my model page about... She, she says she's considered obese in the acting world. Oh, my God. And I'm just like... Oh, like it makes me want to punch a wall. Hey, I get so old. I do get tired of hearing that, and I'm a, I'm a guy. And sadly, so. it's practically true. That's the awful part of it. But now, as for you, would you go back and watch your work again? It's interesting. Whenever I watch any of it, I don't feel like I'm watching me. I feel like I'm like, wow, that person looks familiar to me. And I feel like I kind of know that person, but it doesn't feel like I'm like staring at myself on a screen. It's we- it's a weird feeling. Oh, it's surreal. You're totally disassociated from the character. Completely. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think you're supposed to do that, so you don't take them home with you like certain people have. <laughs> I already have enough stuff that I take home with me. I don't <laughs> need to take home other characters. I'm a character myself internally, so. Well, the, well metal is good for that. You know, when you're working <laughs> out, you listen to some angry music. That's good stuff. And uh, so we have the end of the world coming, as well as Christmas. <laughs> oh yeah, both. Yeah, very, and my birthday actually. And your birthday. So all this is happening all at once. Yeah. So we'll get you in the mood for Christmas music right here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm t- supposed to talk about the end of the world, but at the same time, it's Christmas. It's really hard to go hand in hand with those. It's things. pretty close though. If you go out to Walmart during Christmas, it's practically the end of the world anyway. So <laughs> same thing. Your theory on that one, man, <laughs> that does scare me. <laughs> I'm gonna be thinking about that because like, it, it makes sense. People. people are stupid now. So yeah, just, I feel yeah. like people are gonna get extreme, and I'm telling my mom, and I'm just like, go stock up now. Like, don't go to don't everyone stock up now, and don't go to the stores until after January. So you're giving my listeners an edge right now. Yes, so people because are listening tonight. <laughs> do it now because I feel like people are gonna go nuts. Yeah, it could be really bad. Like crime could go up. I like, think you're right. I people may get right. paranoid. It's gonna be bad. I think. Yes. I happen to agree with you. I could be completely wrong, and people are like, screw this, the end of the world is party, we're fine. <laughs> you never know. I mean, weed's legal in some states now, so that could cool off the whole U.S., you never know. <laughs> well, Miss Nicole <laughs> Beattie, I appreciate you coming in, I hope you had fun. Definitely, and I love doing And if this. you have something else you want to get out there, well, you can get back to me. Or right now, if you got it. <laughs> I mean, my model page, it's been stuck at like 680-something for months now, and I would be happy for it to grow. Oh. There you go. Like seeing that number over and over is just frustrating. I would be happy to like wake up one morning and be, be finally be at seven hundred. You know. Well, yeah, that's funny. I just hit six hundred myself. And really? Like, I was at five ninety two forever, but I don't even know how. I'll be honest with you. I mean, it could be this show. I have no idea. You never know. I don't know what it is. It's because <laughs> I meet you guys all the time, and then I meet your your fans. And uh, for the male listeners out there, yeah, you probably want to check her out, man. Go be her friend. <laughs> I answer goofy questions and put up photos and BS and all that fun stuff. Keep it goofy, because, man... <laughs> Life's harsh. you got to be goofy every once in a while. Yes, I agree with that. And now the end of the world's coming, Christmas, and shopping, and I don't know. It's but hell out there, it's folks. Hell, it truly is. <laughs> now, would you sign this for me, please? Sure, no It'd problem. Do you have a silver yeah. one? Uh, probably not. I never do, because uh, hmm. they go missing at these shows. I'll, I'll find one for you. Okay. But, again, thank you for coming in. And, uh, it was a pleasure. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Everybody, go see uh, Scream Park, January 6th. And I highly recommend Everyone Must Die right now. Yes. Check that out. I think you can buy it at the website. Is mm-hmm. everyonemustdie.com? Yes. 
And uh, Steve Radzinski, you can check him out too because he'll probably mail you whatever he's got. He also has a card game out for sale. Yes, someone actually really made a card cool. game out of it, which is really cool. So you're a, a, a character in the card game too. Yes. That's really cool. <laughs> I mean, really, who doesn't want to be on a role-playing game or a card game? That's that's freaking awesome. But, you know, especially for fanboys like myself. So, all right. Well, I'm going to say goodnight. You can say goodnight too. Yeah, goodnight, everybody. It was nice talking with you. Hope <laughs> to see you on my page. You hear that? Go check yes, it out. Yes, go do it. Nicole Abidi, everybody. Bye. <laughs>